All right, welcome to our weekly podcast. So I am Jeremy Whitbeck, a partner at Flurs, and we have Jeff Powell with us, who is our managing partner and chief investment officer. Jeff, good morning to you. Good morning, Jeremy. So Jeff, uh, this is one of my favorite times of year, um, just with uh, the holidays, of course, but also uh, being able to set some uh, resolutions and items that I want to improve upon for the next year. And given that theme, that tends to uh, take place for everyone at this time of year. That'd be a fun uh, podcast for us to look at some financial uh, New Year's resolutions, if you will, that uh, we should all be uh, thinking about and things that are, uh, our listeners can think about in order to uh, create a better 2021. And so um, in that spirit, Jeff, if you were to name out kind of one of the more important uh, New Year's resolutions from a financial perspective, what would that be? Well, it, it's a, like you said, it's a fun time of year. It's, it's a turning a chapter. And, you know, one of the, the hardest things I think that for, for most people, and it can be a little overwhelming, uh, but what we talk about is if you don't know where you are, how in the world can you possibly think about where you're going to head? Uh, so probably to me, uh, the, probably the most important financial New Year's resolution that someone can undertake, uh, early into next year is really getting an understanding of, you know, where all your stuff is, so to speak. You know, get a, a list of, you know, old 401k plans that you have. What bank accounts do you have? What, you know, do you have? outside investments like real estate or uh, stock options, whatever else that you have, you got to get a clear understanding of exactly, you know, where you are before you can ever think about anything else uh, with regard to your investing. Because, you know, without that, you, you really don't have a clear understanding of, of uh, where to go, so to speak. So that would be my first resolution, Jeremy, would be to, to you know, get a grip on where all your assets are, where they're located, should they be consolidated, you know, what, what's going on? Jeff, that's, that's a great point. In fact, it's kind of funny that, uh, like, for example, with an old 401k plan, you work so hard, you sock away, and then time fades to your memory of that, and it kind of sits there uh, dormant for a while. So it's, it's a really great one to understand where there are. Um, and then more uh, on that same note um, is to make sure that they're also working in the same manner as your other assets that you have a better uh, – uh, understanding or tracking of. On that note, Jeff, uh, something that I would throw into the mix is either creating a financial plan if you don't already have one or updating and revisiting it. Um, and it kind of ties into uh, understanding where your assets are. But um, with the financial plan, um, it really gives you something to hold yourself accountable to. That's the one thing that's really tough with uh, financial goals is that oftentimes there are multi-year plans. It's hard to know if you're actually making progress in the manner that you want. And that's where I think the financial plan can be invaluable to really give yourself a measuring stick to see if you're reaching those goals. Anything that you would add on, on that front with the financial planning? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, so what we talked about with the first part is understanding where you are. Uh, the next part is where do you want to be? I mean, so your exact point, you know, it's hard sometimes to, to get a full understanding of where you are along that guided path. Um, so if you are revisiting it, we recommend every 12 to 18 months to have your plan revised. If you don't have one, you know, we, we talk about being successful on purpose. You know, think about, you know, a business that you work for or, you know, that you run yourself. You need to have a business plan in order for that business to be run successfully. Same thing with your own personal finances. It's it's not that it's going to make a measurable difference day in, day out, uh, but it does hold you accountable. 
It is going to be something that you can track. You can understand if you're ahead of schedule, behind schedule, you know, how to allocate your money. All that stuff is all within a financial plan. Uh, very, very, very important aspect of uh, being a, you know, being successful financially long term. So I love the idea of that uh, journey and it actually kind of drags me into my second uh, financial New Year's resolution that I would throw on the list. So we've got two total, but my second one would be then take your financial plan and look at what cash you have sitting out there. Uh, one of the things that we constantly are talking about is really having your money work hard for you. Uh, we already know right now that we're in a low interest rate environment. We know that, you know, that cash is basically guaranteeing losing you money. So you got to get that cash working for you. So a lot of people, you know, we'll talk to people and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, my portfolio did really well. And they'll be looking at their investment part of it. They're not looking at the overall allocation that they have. So let's say that they've got, uh, I don't know, let's just say that they've got a million dollars and they're sitting on $300,000 worth of cash. They might be, you know, and maybe it's in lots of little different pockets because they didn't do the, you know, my first one, which is knowing where everything is. So they've got a few different bank accounts. And when they total it all up, they're surprised that, wow, I've got 300 grand sitting in cash. But they're only looking at their $700,000 portfolio and saying, hey, that did really well. Well, it did, but you got to look at the million that you have, not the 700, to really understand what happened with your overall net worth and how do you how did you improve it. So if you've got a bunch of cash sitting on hand, um, we would say get that working for you. A lot of people, you know, we, we talk also about how markets climb a wall of worry. People are worried about, hey, you know, is this the, the end? We had a big run-up in the markets. You know, we've overcome COVID and the markets are up on the year with a pandemic going on. Take a deep breath and realize that, you know, markets climb a wall of worry. There's always going to be a reason for you not to invest this cash. And this year, it's pretty evident. Uh, but there's all sorts of reasons to be worried about it uh, in years to come. Get your money working for you. That's That would be my, my second and highest priority out of it for my side of things was, Get your cash working for you. No lazy assets. <laughs> no, Jeff, uh, that's a great point. And it's interesting having these conversations because I remember having it uh, five years ago thinking rates couldn't go much lower. And then here we are uh, in 2020 with rates at rock bottom. So absolutely uh, make sure to get those assets uh, deployed and working for you where appropriate. On that same thing, I'd actually look at the other side, too, with these low interest rates. And as uh, smart investors, as uh um, people looking at our uh, financial plans and financial assets, we can also leverage those lower rates. And so I would say taking advantage of lower interest rates where appropriate. So if you have a mortgage that you've taken out and haven't refinanced recently, it probably makes sense to do that. We've seen 30-year uh, mortgages now dip into the uh, 2% range. Um, if you have credit card debt or anything like that, get that paid out, um, paid off. And if you don't have the funds to do it, uh, maybe look at a HELOC or some other low interest rate uh, vehicle to um, get those interest rates. But we really uh, are fortunate on the uh, side of we can borrow this money at historical lows and really uh, use that to leverage our financial assets and uh, and uh, make further progress on our goals. So, Jeff, um, any other kind of last goal that you would have for everyone or financial resolution, if you will? Yeah, I mean um... – let me actually say one quick thing also on the low interest rate side of things. I mean, the one thing that we also have to be looking at there is, is your asset allocation. With low rates, 
and being able to take advantage of, uh, you know, being taking advantage of mortgages and the lending side of it, you got to remember that when you're investing in fixed income, you're the lender now. So when we were talking about how you should be taking advantage of it, refinancing, you know, consolidating debt into lower interest rate debt, you know, things that you've got write-offs with, with where you don't, uh, you also want to think about how to extend that. So A, you know, look to refinance at B, potentially push your, um, your, your rates out as far as you possibly can to lock this in for an extended time period, but then think about it also within your portfolios. So when we're looking at it from that kind of context, you know, do you want to be a lender, uh, with rates as low as they are? And, you know, most people are again trying to uh, leverage themselves more, take out equity out of their home, either through a HELOC or refinancing. And they're doing it because, hey, rates are really, really low. Do you want to be the lender there? So rethink your asset allocation. You may want to be uh, less in fixed income uh, than you would from a historical standpoint because you're really not able to get much. Uh, we talk about losing buying power. Even if you're out buying a 10-year treasury right now, you're getting less than 1% of it. You've got uh, inflation at 1.7%. So basically what you're, you're saying there is that you're willing to guarantee a loss of purchasing power over the next decade by going out and buying certain types of fixed income in this market. So I would take advantage of that also with what we're talking about with this overall. Uh, but the last of my, my resolutions, if I was going to kind of round out the conversation, is really think about, you know, the, your qualified retirement plans. So if you work for an employer, uh, if you're one yourself, how are you going to increase your savings each year? You know, one of the easiest ways of doing it uh, is to take whatever raise you got. And if you're not already maxing out your retirement account, just take that raise and slap it in your, your 401k plan, 403b, whatever you have out there. Super easy. You won't miss it. So if you got, I don't know, three, four thousand dollar raise, five thousand dollar raise, ten thousand dollar raise, whatever, take that money and set it aside and realize even if your company's not matching, the government basically is. So depending on what your tax bracket is, let's just say that you're in the 25% tax bracket to make it really simple. You normally would get, for every dollar, you get 75 cents back, not including looking at your state income taxes and so on. Um, if you're putting that money into a 401k plan, the full dollar is going in. So you can kind of look at it as I'm putting in 75 cents, the government's putting in 25 cents. And yes, eventually they're going to tax you on it, but you've got that full dollar working for you for years ahead on a compounding basis. So the government's doing that. So take whatever you can, max whatever you can out. Forget about the Joneses. We, we talk about that all the time of, of trying to keep up with the Joneses. You really want to try to increase your savings rate, hopefully in a qualified plan. And then if you've maxed that out, then you need to start thinking about strategies of how to continue to put money aside, either in non-qualified retirement accounts or what you're going to do with your, your taxable savings and get that money working for you as well. Yeah, Jeff, that's, uh, that's great advice. Um, it's that, that, uh, saying where you want to pay yourself first and, and working with, uh, clients over the years, I'd say that one behavior is what make it separates people from just being okay to extremely well off is that they learn the discipline early on in their life of saving and getting their money working for them on their future goals. You know, if you look at a lot of our clients, the, the one thing that they have in common, because I mean, Again, if you think about the client base that we have, you know, 1,100 clients, 46 states, you know, a vast range of ages, uh, educations, employment, everything else. Uh, the, the one thing that they all have in common 
is they were very good savers. Uh, they were, you know, not worried about, you know, their lifestyle today. They were putting things uh, in, in proper perspective, living within their means, saving good money, and then uh, pushing it out to uh, hopefully the next generation as, as part of their own legacy. So, Jeff, I'm going to cheat here. I'm going to do one last one, but I'm going to take a turn uh, or turn away from the financial theme, if you will. And just the last one I'm going to share with everyone is just make sure to focus on your own health and well-being. All these other things that we talked about, as important as they are, they're not going to mean much if you don't have the health or the immense capacity to uh, enjoy it and take advantage of it. And so 2020, I think, is a great year to really reflect on the things that we're doing individually to see if we're leading the kind of lifestyle that will give us the health that we want, um, both now and also in future years. And so um, with uh, especially states like California having the pandemic really surged out of control, we have our emergency rooms overflowing right now. Um, really, I can't stress enough to everyone, just be safe, do things that you know will keep me, keep you uh, away from potentially getting sick or infected, but also make sure to take time for yourself. Make sure to carve out time to keep yourself physically fit. Um, I mean, eat right, do the things that uh, our moms all taught us to do when we were little. And that way, when these goals do come to fruition, when you do achieve the, uh, the financial uh, dreams that you set out, that you'll be able to uh, actually enjoy it. You'll be able to uh, enjoy that uh, that hard work with your friends, loved ones, or however you choose to uh, celebrate that time. Jeff, any uh, closing remarks? Well, no, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, obviously, you know, the, having the first five uh, New Year's resolutions, I mean, really what we're talking about is is eventually being able to use that money uh, later on in your life uh, for retirement if you're not in it right now, uh, but also to have a long retirement if you already are in one. So. Uh, this has been a, uh, and again, a very overused word, but a, an unprecedented time period that we've dealt with. Uh, and really what we're dealing with here is, you know, especially the, the mental health side of it, uh, we are seeing a strain on uh, systems there where people need assistance. Where, uh, so, I mean, do something that you know brings you bliss. Um, you know, when it comes to actually COVID itself, let us worry about the investment elements of it. There's still going to be, uh, even though we've got vaccines, we're dealing with distribution. We're dealing with a, a number of things that are going to be, again, first time ever in 2021. That's why you've hired us. Let us worry about the impacts. Let us uh, worry about the, the ebb and flow of the markets. That's what uh, we do uh, proficiently uh, and at a level that very few firms do with regard to being a tactical investment management firm. So let us handle that. You, you worry about yourself. And, uh, and the thing that I would throw out is, again, uh, with the spread, with another wave of this, and as, as big as the second wave has been, uh, it has had a lot more direct impact on at least our uh, Polaris Wealth Advisory Group family, not only directly within employees and so on, uh, but their families and also our clients. And so we've seen a lot of this directly. Um, this is very real. Uh, this is putting very healthy people in their 20s and 30s. Uh, you know, it, it's rocking them, let alone if you're in your 50s, 60s, or 70s, maybe even 80s listening to this. Uh, it's, it's a real thing. Uh, and it's, it's uh, obviously at a point right now where the United States had a 1 in 1,000 death rate. Uh, for our population with having over 300,000 
almost up to 340,000 people who have died from this pandemic so far in just the, the last nine months. So we really do need to take this very seriously. Uh, yes, there looks like there's a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel, um, but we shouldn't let down our guard too soon with regard to it. We do need herd immunity, which again, we've talked about in days past, which is you know, at least having a 70% part of our population being uh, immunized. So uh, as we're going through winter, uh, as we're going through the, the darkest uh, days of our year, um, yes, check your mental health, check in with your friends, check in with your family, uh, find the bliss that you need. Um, you know, eating right, exercising right creates endorphins in your body that will make you feel better. Uh, you won't be as panicked about what's going on from a news standpoint and so on. Uh, so there is a real good reason to be uh, looking inward uh, and being uh, almost a little selfish for yourself and what you need. Um, and, you know, obviously with the, the notion that you can't be helping others if you're, you're not healthy yourself. And so the biggest one that I would throw out there, as you're saying, it's a, an excellent resolution is to just, Take baby steps to, to to get there. You can't change your life overnight if you're not eating as well as you'd like to or not doing the bliss things. Then start small, build it out, and then make it more of your your daily life so that uh, you get to enjoy it a whole lot more. So um, love that idea, Jeremy. It's a, a kind of a, a great way of kind of finishing off the conversation. But you know, again, take care of yourself. Be smart. Be healthy. Uh, be happy as much as you can. We're still in a quarantine situation. Uh, but you got to take advantage of it and find uh, the good out of it that you possibly can. No, absolutely, Jeff. Great advice. Let me uh, just uh, say to everyone, I hope you have a uh, wonderful New Year. So um, as you uh, watch the uh, minutes tick by, just take this list, think about things that you could be doing better yourself. And if there are items that uh, you find that you're falling short, please uh, leverage myself, Jeff, or your wealth advisor. We'd love to help you in reaching these goals. One of the things that I've found is that there's a lot of power in holding yourself accountable to something. And so let us be the person to hold you accountable to these things. We'd love to uh, talk about these items with you and find ways that we can ensure that you're going to be successful. With that, Jeff, um, happy New Year's. And as always, be safe, be happy, be healthy. Polaris Wealth Advisory Group, LLC, is a federally registered investment advisor. The information, statements, and opinions expressed in this material are provided for general information only and are subject to change without notice. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, is not intended as a recommendation to purchase or sell any security, and is not intended as individual or specific advice. It should not be construed as investment, legal, or tax advice. Before acting on this material, you should consider whether it is suitable for your particular circumstances and, if necessary, seek professional advice. Polaris Wealth does not offer professional, legal, or tax advice. All information contained herein is believed to be accurate, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where Polaris Wealth Advisory Group, LLC, and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. Past performance is no guarantee of future returns. Diversification does not assure a profit or protect against loss. Investing involves risk and possible loss of principal capital. No advice may be rendered by Polaris Wealth Advisory Group, LLC, unless a client service agreement is in place.